The following podcast is a Live the Dream Media production. Welcome to this episode of Skinology Sessions. I'm Marielle. I'm Lindsay. I'm Nereida. And today we're going to be chatting about all things wellness, waxing, and just kind of giving a little life update because although we work in the same vicinity, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever and I feel like I barely see you. So what has been going on with you, Lindsay? Oh gosh, just been busy with work and then um, just personally just trying to get my health and fitness back on track, focusing on this new relationship I'm in, um, spending time with family, just trying to kind of get caught up on everything else, I guess. I I feel like the boyfriend's like consuming a lot of your time lately, but it's okay because that's what happens when you get into a new relationship. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And everyone around you just kind of has to deal. Yeah. (laughs) Or like it's going to be tension. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to find my balance with that because I think it's, you know, I don't want to like disappoint like my loved ones and people in my life either. So I'm trying to like figure out what's a good healthy balance with it. So yeah, there should be a balance because remember your friends are your friends that give you this good energy yeah, too. You know exactly. Yeah. So I'm just kind of in like a weird place with it, but trying to navigate, trying to find the balance and working it out. It's only been like a few months, so it's very early on. So I'm like, I don't know. It's early on, but. We all like him, and he's good vibes, and we're happy about this. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, there's been some frogs. It's time for a prince. Yeah, 100%. That's it. And he came out of nowhere, and I was like, how do I do? (laughs) I don't even know what to do. She wasn't ready. (laughs) Yeah, but what's new with you? What's going on? Um, I guess just it's been a crazy April, right? Like we had some weird things happen. Um, Our toilet went out. Mm -hmm. Our AC went out. And then one of our massage therapists got attacked in the street the other day. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's been kind of a weird time. I don't even know what the moon is doing or what is happening. Um, But when all of that happened, I just kind of stopped and I was like, okay, let's call the plumber. Let's call the AC person. Let's call the police if we need to call the police. Um, Fix things. Just kind of went into like this mode of like, all right, I'm going to handle it. And I didn't cry, you guys. I just like handled it and I moved on with my life. You did amazing. And you can't fight it when it's happening. You just have to roll with it. Yeah. These are the things in small business that nobody talks about, right? They think it's like rainbows and sunshine and fun. And really, I'm over here like plunging a toilet at 10 (laughs) a.m. It's like trying to lay down and get a facial done. And somebody's crawling on the roof to fix the AC with no warning. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The AC guy didn't tell me he was coming. (laughs) So Lindsay's giving me a facial. I'm trying to relax. And we just hear like stomping on the roof. I thought like Santa Claus was up there. (laughs) What is happening? And I told Lindsay like, this is why I don't relax. Like I don't make time for it because we just got to keep on trekking. Like you just have to keep keep it moving. And then um, I've been kind of busy with my, I started another business that I kind of told you about. Um, 
I turned my food blog, Foodie Bitch, into Foodie Bee Media. So now I do like social media marketing for restaurants too. Oh, wow. So it's fun. It's like a fun project. I get to go to restaurants and take pictures and eat food. So that's your dream. It's my that's dream. That's just your dream. I love yes. it. That just has your name written all over it. It's yeah. Just food and photos. And it was random because they just, it started because I do social media marketing for our restaurant and like one of the neighbor restaurants asked about it they asked my husband who does your social like it looks great we need somebody and so yeah I just ended up taking on two more restaurants so it's kind of wow. another business and how do you keep up with that like do you do it kind of like every other day or probably like once a week or something for I probably carve out like a good couple hours a week to like set everything take pictures it's it's pretty time consuming but it's fun it's like a fun project Cool. What's been happening with you? Um, a lot of different things. Okay. I uh, saw your videos of you working out. Yeah. Is this a new thing or do mm. you do it regularly? Well, it's been new getting back to it, being consistent because ever since the pandemic, I completely stopped. Um, before the pandemic, I would work out a lot during high school, just go to the gym, trying to gain weight. Okay. <laughs> and... Before that, too, I would play sports. I was in softball in middle school and in kickboxing. So I always like to stay active. I like that, like, feeling, you know, you get when you're in the zone or, like, running or something. I could totally see you being in kickboxing and just, like, really? killing it. <laughs> the endorphins. Like, don't F with me. It like, was let's fun. Go. It was really fun. I thought about it to help take up my rage in high school. Honestly, and then I was like, nah. Honestly, it helps. Like, yeah. there would be times where, like, maybe I was having a bad day or something, and I would literally put the energy into that, and you, like, just let it flow and release. It was cool. I worked out this morning with Veronica, Pursuit Fitness, 6.30 a.m., and that's not normally how I start my morning. Normally, I start with, like, stretching and a warm water with lemon and just, like, super zen, meditative, Wait, quiet. Warm? Warm water with lemon. Why warm? Like a tea, like a lemon oh, okay, tea. Okay, okay. Yeah. So just like very quiet. I like to wake up before everybody in the house. I like to have the quiet moments. And this morning was like 6.30 a.m., be there, let's go, loud music, heavy weights. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm still like kind of jolted from that workout experience. I don't know if first thing in the morning is going to be my workout window. I might need to do it like around lunch or something. Mm, yeah I've thought about doing that like blocking off like a period of the time in the middle of the day to get it in yeah so that way I'm not thrown off in the morning and that way I'm not having to go after work mm. there's no so. way in Hades you can wake up at 6 30 in the morning you'd be surprised I was up at 6 45 today so okay I don't want to hear it what if maybe you still like woke up that early and did your little routine first and then went to the gym I could do that I'm I gonna that I go back help. on Thursday I'm gonna try it so ease in first yeah then the craziness. I had to like pop an ashwagandha before we got here. Just <laughs> so, to like tone it down. Speaking of ashwagandha, <clears throat> what are your top three wellness tips? I would say the first one is gratitude. I'm really big on gratitude. Wake up in the morning and just kind of run through my head of the things that I'm grateful for. And then I do it at night too. Um, I think working out and all that stuff is great. But like if your mind isn't right, mm -hmm. you're never going to be well. So yeah. I always kind of start with that. Um, and then I always stretch. I love 
stretching. I might not work out all the time, but I always stretch, like calf stretch and just kind of get your body moving a little bit and ready for the morning. And then, of course, hydration. I always have like my gallon jug. So what about you? Tell us how you got into waxing. I wasn't expecting to get into waxing. Waxing happened to me, but we were in beauty school and I just wanted to go into beauty school to do makeup artistry, but then I always loved popping pimples, right? And then I fell in love with skincare and loved the facials. And then we're in beauty school. We started learning about waxing and I was like, ooh, wait a minute. This hits just right. Like there's something about this that I love. The only part of it that I didn't love was Brazilian waxes. I was like, heck no, get get it all away from me. Like, don't come near me. But then everyone else was like that, including you. You were like, no way, Jose, get it away. And then finally one day I was like, screw it, give them all to me. I'm going to take them all on. And it was a challenge. Yeah, it was. It was a huge challenge. But before I was even out of beauty school, I had it down and I loved it. I don't know. Can we talk about how you were a model for our class? <laughs> so my first Brazilian wax ever, I I was an idiot. I do not recommend this, okay? <laughs> because I decided to be the model for it in front of 12 girls in beauty school. I was sprawled out in front of you, front and center. You, you felt like you were my gynecologist and you were super pregnant. And I was just like... I needed like a front row seat to this. She was front and center in front of my hoo-ha. And I was like, what the hell is this? Well, better her. I guess. But I was just else? like, I was, I'm over here. Like, I also weighed way more than I do now and was trying to hold my chub out of the way. I was sweating profusely. They had to put a fan in between my feet to fan off my vagina. And then... She started doing it, and the girl that they picked was horrible. She was a horrible demonstrator, which, thank God we learned from our other teachers and everything. We got it down, but this girl just, I don't know, and I just remember zoning out, and I just remember Marielle, super pregnant, right there front and center, and I just... She was brave to, like, sprawl out, spread eagle in front of, like, 25 people yeah, so that honestly. we could all learn. Well, one of our classmates was originally supposed to be the model, and then... She was like, well, we're going to need another model, so why don't you do it? And I was like, oh, okay, so that she could see too. Yeah. And then she volunteered me to go first. And I was like, <laughs> And that's kind of like this? where it all began, right? That's like yeah. really where it started. Mm -hmm. You were intrigued, I think. I was. But I always had an issue with shaving. I hate shaving. I do not recommend it. I do not condone it. I would always have horrible, like, itchiness. It would hurt when the hair grew back in. I would be super red and irritated, so... I had stopped and I had in, embraced my inner Chewbacca and was going to be good with that. And then when we started learning about waxing, I was like, hmm, maybe this will be it. Yeah. So, so would you say it's very beneficial to do it like, you know, completely stop um, shaving and only do waxing? Like, I think so. Do you so. see a difference? In huge, things? huge. There's way less irritation. Your hair grows back finer and thinner. You don't feel it grow back in like you would with shaving. Um, I feel like shaving in that area is dangerous, too, because, like, if you cut yeah. yourself, because that happened to me a couple of times, it's terrifying. It's like, true. No. And then um, having, like, razor burn, the itchiness, the bumps, it's just not a fun situation. And then nobody really shaves down there properly either. Like, when you shave down there, you're supposed to go in the same direction of the hair growth. It's huh. not going to get rid of all the hair, but that's the way you're supposed to do it course none of us do and it just creates more ingrowns creates more inflammation you're just moving bacteria right back in because we're not changing out our razors when we should be so 
waxing is just way more hygienic in that way and um it's it's gonna benefit you so much more in the long haul better for your skin too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah excuse me so back to you how do you balance mom life and owning a business I think we just incorporate him into the things that we do. I would say to future parents, you don't want to modify your entire existence to accommodate a child. They kind of have to fit in with what you're already doing. Mm-hmm. So the littles goes with us to business meetings. He like sits in. He sees what we're doing. He goes to the restaurant. He helps dad. We have a stack of games for him there. He comes here to the spa. He hangs out. He has like a little stash of Cheetos at the spa, so he I've, likes. I found the stash. Did you? I'm aware of where it Why is. Why are you looking through my stuff? I wasn't. I saw you grab them for him, and now I know where to go for snacks. Yeah, he's got like a little stash of Cheetos. So <laughs> we just like to incorporate him into everything that we're doing, um, and that I think is less shocking to parents when they're new to the whole thing. I think it's great. I think it's so cute. And he just, he's like a monkey when he comes to the spot. He's flinging around everywhere. And he's really learning from you guys. Yeah. He's observing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to have work ethic. Like no other. He's already a genius. He's going to, he's going to do great things. He's just going to. So which products should we be using between waxes, Linz? You want to make sure that you're keeping your skin hydrated and nourished, first of all. So using a good moisturizer, making sure that you're, I love using oils, um, Usually something like um, like jojoba oil or um, maybe not coconut or olive oil, but like hemp seed oil is great. Um, just to help keep the skin smooth, it's also going to help nourish the hairs, and that's going to help them grow back in softer and finer too so that you don't feel them. You put oil down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite brand is um, Fur Oil, oh, okay. which we've talked about. Yes. Um, that one is great, too, because it has a little tea tree oil mixed in with it, so it'll actually help treat any blemishes you might have, like any ingrowns you might have. And then making sure that you're exfoliating the area um, like one to two times a week. My favorite scrub to use is the Skin Script Raspberry Refining Scrub. That mm-hmm. one's great because it's also um, good for treating acne and breakouts, too. So if you do have a lot of ingrowns, blemishes down there, works really well. And what about vajayshals? Because I know that's something that you do too. Mm-hmm. What can we expect from that treatment? And tell us a little bit more about that. So I recommend vajayshals about a week after you get your wax. Um, and it's really designed for those who wax or shave, but preferably wax just that way there's no hair there. Um, if you're really prone to ingrown hairs, really prone to blemishes, it's a great treatment. We go in, we cleanse the skin really, really well. We do some exfoliation. I usually use an enzyme or a scrub, but that's just going to help soften the follicles. It's going to help lift the hairs. Um, we go in and do ingrown hair removal and extraction to clean out anything that's lingering in there. I go in with usually like a clay mask just to help absorb whatever's kind of trapped in the follicles. And then... Going with treatment products like serums. I love a vitamin C serum down there. Um, and then like an aloe vera moisturizer just to help balance it all out again. I always tell people it's like a facial, but like for down there. It is. Because yeah, it's it like steam, dirty. hot towels, all the things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it's a game changer, especially if you struggle with the ingrowns and with blemishes. How often tumor. would you say to get them? Monthly. Once yeah. a month? Mm-hmm. Okay. About once a month. I've, it. If you're really prone to them, if you're not super prone to them, then don't, you know, there's no need to add like an extra service like that into it. But I have got a few people who are very prone and we get them in a week after they're Brazilian. And the reason why I say a week is because in that first week is when it all starts forming. So we want to 
stay ahead of the game and try and knock it out. When we, we added that to the menu, I Lindsay had to convince me because I was like, that's super invasive. Lindsay, nobody wants you down there for like <laughs> longer than need be. Like, that's super weird. I don't think people are going to be into this. And she was like, let me just try it on you and you'll see. So I'm like, all right. We usually test things out on each other. And she did it on me and it was amazing. It was like yeah. bright and happy and hydrated. And mm-hmm. now we try and do it often because it's a really great yeah. service. And it's only like a 30 to 45 minute service. It's nothing crazy. We're not doing anything wonky. No, you're you not know. like massaging anything. No, no. it's no. just really like products and exfoliation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know. Next thing we got to add is booty facials. We'll talk about Ooh. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So when it comes to self-care, what are your priorities and like the areas that you like to primarily focus on? I always schedule my massages with Tony because you know that our job is pretty physically demanding. We're using our upper body all the time. So my massages with Tony or Sheila are a regular thing. And then I think for self-care, I like to leave a little time for myself, too, um, because, yes, I'm a mom and the business and all that. But I like to just schedule downtime or have, like, some quiet time here and there. And then I have, like, a pretty gnarly vitamin routine that I do every night. I don't think you knew this about No, me. but you need to explain yourself. Okay, so I take a multi. I take a fish oil. I take a magnesium. I take D3. I take ashwagandha. I take turmeric. And it's just, like, a whole thing that I take every single night. At night, right before you go to bed? Right before I go to bed, I take, I like pop all of my vitamins and it's just like a nightly routine for me. That is the one thing I do. You're going to have to write all of these down for me. Yeah. Because well, I you get. Don't, you don't take vitamins? Not like I should. Okay. Yeah. I take my iron. I've been trying to. I saw your gummies. Thanks. <laughs> Why do you do it at night, the vitamins? Um, I do at in the morning. You do? Yeah. Okay. I feel like sometimes they'll make me nauseous if it's oh. too many mm. different vitamins. So I just like to do it before sleep. And then there's actually been studies shown that magnesium is one of those um, vitamins that kind of calms you down for bed. So it helps you sleep really well. Okay. So I like doing magnesium before bed. Yeah. That's kind of why I stopped taking as many vitamins as I was and all that because it was upsetting my stomach and making me nauseous. So if I switch it around to at nighttime, then that might be better. Right before bed, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite area to wax lens? Because I know you wax head to toe. I do, but I I love waxing. I love doing Brazilian waxes just because if you shave your legs, you shave your underarms, like it's not going to be as big of an issue or anything. The one area I really am adamant about people not shaving is their vaginas. Like, you just you don't want to mess with it like that. You don't want to move bacteria around up there. You don't want to create that irritation. It's it can be uncomfortable. Like none of that. So my favorite is Brazilians and cool. And yeah. where do you see the future of your wax career? At some point, I would love to have my own waxing studio, and then um, I would really love to train um, other estheticians in waxing, especially Brazilians, because it's not something you leave beauty school being a hundred percent confident in. And feeling really well and comfortable with. <clears throat> so that's kind of where I would like it to go. And not only just be doing that all day, but then helping others so that they can do it for others too. Can I put you on the spot and say that there's already something in the works? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's already something in the works for Lindsay 
as far as like the education aspect mm-hmm. of waxing and I'm very excited for her. I'm really excited too. I'm trying and to... I definitely do see her like at some point doing her own thing. And like she was scared to tell me. She thinks I'm gonna like be upset about we were it. We're just talking about the Godfather and how <laughs> I'm part of your crew, okay? <laughs> we'll get to the Godfather. I have a whole page. Um Yeah, I I would never hold her back from for, from her full potential. If this is like what she's meant to do, I'm gonna like push her and support her any way I can and hold her accountable too. Cause I'm like, all right, where's that curriculum? Like we oh. talked about it three months ago. So cool, you're a good coach. I know, and I have to thank you for that because you've always been like that. You're my pusher. <laughs> like we've talked about, but in the best way possible. And yeah. I would not have just pushed myself to do anything I'm doing now if you didn't give me the opportunity and open up the doorways for me. So I'm very thankful for you. Of course. We're not going to cry on this one. No, no. (laughs) I got too much coffee and adrenaline going. I can't cry. (laughs) So what's the best wellness advice you've received from doctors or influencers or anything like that? Yeah, these are kind of random. Um, During the pandemic, when we were all super high stress, I had like a telehealth appointment with my doctor and I'm like, listen, I'm going to have a drink or I'm going to eat dessert. Which one is the lesser evil? What do you think he said? The dessert. Yeah. He was like, have the cake. Don't touch the alcohol. So I'm like, okay. So after that, now when we're out and about and I have the choice between a drink or dessert, I'm going to do dessert. And that might seem like such a small, silly wellness thing, but it just, um, I think it's better instead of like doing both, you just like pick one. And then another piece of random advice that my mom gave me as a kid, she said to me that your friends will come and go, but your family is forever, right? So that always kind of sits in the back of my mind too. And of course, friends and close people can become family. But yeah, those two little pieces of advice always like sit with me. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, let's talk about waxing now versus waxing at the beginning of your career. Oh, goodness. Um, well, for starters, it used to take me pretty much an hour, hour and a half to wax just one vagina. Now I can get it done in 30 minutes or less. Um, and it's taken a lot of trial and error to figure out methods that work. And I've tried many different waxes and I finally found like the perfect wax that works for me and my clients. And I used to focus so much on just like giving you like the smoothest skin possible, making sure we just have every single hair removed, all of that. And as that's very important too. But now my primary focus is, okay, this is going to be a little painful. How can we make this be as quick and as efficient as possible? And that's what I've just learned to do and get done. I think she's truly perfected it because when you're getting a wax, nobody wants to lay there like longer than 10, 15 minutes. It's not comfortable. And mm-hmm. I think the way you do it by just like chatting with people and making them feel comfortable also, you oh, know, yeah, helps. I'm super open with my clients. I try to make, you know, I every single one that comes in, I like to imagine myself in their position and how I don't want to feel like I'm embarrassed or ashamed or anything and how I also don't want to feel like I'm at the gynecologist's office and how awkward that can be. So I just try to be as open as I can, let them know, like, hey, we can talk about anything and everything. There's no filter. You're in a safe space. Let's go. Yeah. Like, whatever you need. Cool. So let's take a break to hear from our sponsor. This podcast was brought to you by The Blacktop Grill. 
gourmet comfort food done right. Make sure to try their award-winning eats, located at 8300 North Thornydale Road. So we had an interesting question during break. Um, our intern, Julian, asked about men's Brazilians and if that's a service that they should be doing and if it's something you offer. So there are spas and studios that do offer it. I do not. I do encourage any man that if they want to get that self-care done, then do it. Absolutely. I had a pretty creepy experience with it myself, and so I do not offer it anymore. Um, Let's talk about it because it was terrifying to the beauty community, and it was terrifying to you and Mm -hmm. to me and to our business. So we had this older gentleman who requested a man's Brazilian and I had done a couple and I was feeling okay with it. I was like, okay, yeah, like this isn't too bad. So he emailed, I think emailed you and Mm -hmm. you forwarded it to me and he wanted to come in and I said, okay, let's set up a consultation. We'll just come in. We'll talk about it. You know, comes in right off the bat. I was like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? He was like 50 something years old. He wore a vest and like, He, like, dressed up for the occasion. It was interesting. (laughs) And instead of it being, like, a consultation, I felt like he was interviewing me. Like, he was asking me all these questions, not even about waxing, about my personal life. And I was like, this is a little interesting. And then he wanted to take a tour of the studio. He wanted to see my treatment room and what it looked like. I was like, hmm, this is weird. So then I start diving into my typical waxing questions. You know, do you have any health conditions? Do you have any medications you take? So on and so forth. And he mentioned um, that he did have some medical conditions. He mentioned that his skin is very thin, so he tears very easily. That was red flag number one. Um, There were many red flags, obviously, just with the personal questions he was asking me and all of that. I was already feeling uncomfortable. But then the one that really just did not sit well was how he mentioned that he takes a medication that helps with circulation. So when he gets waxed, he gets a hard on. And I'm like, okay, this is a perfectly natural thing for men to get that when they get waxed. Okay, that's that's okay, And there's no shame in that. But. Usually they're more embarrassed by it. They're not flaunting it. They're not throwing it out there for everybody to know kind of thing. So I was just like... He just made the whole situation uncomfortable for Lindsay. Very. So I was like, you know what? Okay. And then on, I already was charging like less at the time for that type of wax. He wanted a discount on top of that. He was just like really like laying in. So we finished up this quote unquote consultation and... I said, okay, we'll be in touch, you know, to schedule your appointment. And I sat on it for a couple weeks and I was like, you know what? I'm really just not comfortable with this. I just don't, I don't want to do this. So he messaged me ready to book the appointment. And I said, you know what? This is no longer a service that I offer, but I would be more than happy to look and see if somebody else does, even though I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pawn this guy off to somebody else, but is what it is. Left it alone. I was like, okay, I can breathe now. We can move on. Everything's fine. About a month goes by and we get another, we get an email from somebody inquiring about the same type of wax. And I was just like, you know what? I don't know. I don't want to even like tease this. I don't even want to nothing, whatever. This person emailed three times and it was a woman inquiring about it for her boyfriend. 
And that wasn't that unusual, like, to get that type of request. So I was like, hmm, okay, maybe this will be different. Maybe it'll be okay. So I responded back to the email, and I said, I do, but let's talk about setting up a consultation. Fast forward, it was, it turned out to be him emailing me through a fake email account. He kind of attacked me through this email, saying that I sexualized the situation, talking about all of these medications and all of this stuff, and that's how I kind of knew it wasn't just somebody else asking about this or whatever. This person, him, said, I'm a little concerned because my good friend so-and-so just came to you and said that you no longer offer this service and really just blew me up. All of this happened at 3 o'clock in the morning one night. I was scared to go back to work for two weeks. She screenshotted me at 3 in the morning, and I'm like, what the I couldn't sleep for three nights. It threw me off so bad because I'm just like, did I really do something in the wrong here? Did I really do something that bad? But then I thought, you know what? No, like there is no shame in saying no. I was trying, I should have just been more stern about it initially and just been more like, no, I'm not going to take you on and not worded it the way I did. I was just trying to be polite. So that was kind of my whole situation with that. Two years later, we see this post circulating around on Instagram. The beauty community in Tucson. Mm Mm-hmm. And it said, hey, fellow waxers, beware of this man trying to come into wax studios. And Selena screenshotted it, sent it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the guy. And I look, and there was his real name, his real phone number, his real information, first of all, because he gave me fake everything. And not only was he a registered sex offender, but he was also arrested for attempted kidnapping. So I'm really glad that I trusted my intuition and really stuck with my guns on it. And I don't feel guilty anymore about it. Like It was a learning lesson. It was a huge. Now, if we get any kind of weird vibe or weird anything, we're just not going to do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And ever since that, Lindsay no longer feels comfortable offering male Brazilians. And that's okay. And that's her choice. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people just need to respect. And if other waxers in Tucson or wherever do feel comfortable, that's amazing. And I just hope that you've are stern enough to say no when you just you know when it's gonna work and not gonna work Mm -hmm. so and it's really a shame because it was a service I was just starting to grow comfortable with doing because in beauty school they don't teach you how to wax men or anything in that area that's very self-taught so it it really was a shame that I just don't feel it's continuing education so yeah um how did you how did you get so good at waxing and what are some tips for aesthetic students and just people that want to improve their waxing techniques overall Um, I mean, I practiced like crazy and I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Believe it or not, there's a lot of YouTube tutorials on how to do Brazilian waxes. Um, so really like branching out and like just seeing other techniques and other things that are available. Also getting your hands on just different kinds of wax and playing with different types of wax really, really helps. I think now more than ever, there's more things that you can get your hands on to practice with. They have mats that you can use where you can put the wax on there. You can remove the wax from it rather than practicing on a client. Um, yeah, there's all there's just all kinds of resources resources available. And so I just encourage everybody, like, use them. Like, social media is great and the Internet is great for all of it. Yeah. And, and practicing, I think, is the big one. Mm-hmm. What are your top podcast book recommendations for health and wellness? My favorite podcast is The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her. It's a wife and husband team, and they talk about all things wellness. Mm -hmm. And for books, I think just reading in general is a good wellness tip because 
I read somewhere that 10 minutes of reading is equal to like uh, 10 minutes of meditation. And for me, it does kind of calm me down, even if I'm reading kind of crazy things. Like right now I'm reading The Godfather that I was talking to you about. Clint recommended it. And of course, I had to read it. And I'm on chapter one, and it's amazing already. The entire premise of The Godfather was based on the author's mom. So I just picture this like I picture you. (laughs) (laughs) I picture this like badass, like wise, ruthless woman with, you know, like an unconquerable love for her family and her team. And now I think about The Godfather as this like badass woman. And I'm into it. I can't wait to finish Puts this book. you 110%. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's mm-hmm. a compliment. I'll take that all day long. I know you will. <laughs> um, so which brands of wax do you like the best? And what does your perfect work day look like? So my favorite wax brands are, um, I really like Lycon. They have really good hard wax and then just really good um, like pre and post wax products that I love to use. And then my favorite actual wax though is Mermaid Wax. It's... Okay the fastest easiest wax in the world once you get the hang of it it's incredible and it's what's made my waxes go by super quickly and super efficiently and lycon is um, imported from australia so that's good stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and then mermaid wax is made here in the u.s yeah it's um where i can't remember where she's based out of but i don't know i think she changed the wax game as far as hard wax goes it's like super elastic so like anybody who tries to get started with waxing you struggle with like that chipping and like that picking at Mm -hmm. it it doesn't do that at all. It just, it rips off perfectly. You can leave it on for much longer than you normally would, and it will not chip on you. It will not I break. like I like Sarah Pill, and that one's... That one's good, too. That one's imported from France, and Lindsay actually, perf- like, taught me how to perfect my waxing technique with Sarah Pill, and I just really liked it. Yeah. No, I was using, whenever I can't get my hands on mermaid wax, Sarah Pill is the one I go for, just because Lycon's a little trickier to get your hands on here in Tucson, so Sarah Pill's a... A good go-to. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Um, what does your perfect work day look like? Oh, just waxing all day. She wants to just be there waxing for Give like me all the vaginas and let's just knock them all out one by one. And we're going to talk about anything and everything. I'm going to play some killer pop music while you're in there. Ideally, like how many Brazilian waxes are you doing on your perfect day? Or how how many? Yeah. Would I, my dream day mm-hmm. would be like eight to ten Brazilians. 10 Brazilians, perfect day. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of wax. It is, but it would be like the best day ever. Interesting. Waxing gives me energy. Like I love doing my facials and my skincare, but you know how draining that can be. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So when I wax, it gives me that energy back and it like boosts me up again. And I get boosted when my clients feel boosted and when they feel good. After somebody gets a Brazilian wax, like their demeanor changes. Yeah. It's this little hidden secret that we got going on and nobody knows. But we're just like, whoo, we can feel that breeze. We can walk a little lighter now. Like I'm not wearing any underwear. So, hey, like let's rock and roll. Like it's, it's a good feeling. It's and a it's good a good vibe. balance because Lindsay loves the waxing and I love the facials. Mm-hmm. And we both do both, but we like excel at two different things. So yeah. we're just like yeah. a dream You're team. A good team. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I love it. So... Whenever I'm under the weather or whenever I'm not feeling right, you always have like the wackiest, weirdest things for me to do. So I just want to know, what do you do when you feel like your body is out of whack, you're under the weather? Yeah. Uh, the number one answer for that is garlic. And maybe <laughs> like, garlic. maybe because I'm like an I'm an old Mexican lady at this point. Um, yeah, I make like a delicious bone broth with tons of garlic and lemon 
and just like salt and it's full of electrolytes. And I think I've brought you garlic before. You did. When I had COVID, this was my remedy three times a day, every single day. I made her like a care package with bone broth, tons of lemon, fresh garlic. What else did I put in there? Hot teas. Mm -hmm. I did like a whole thing. You know what's so funny? is I was having so much garlic that I had the garlic toots, okay? So, like, the entire house smelled like garlic. It was disgusting. But what was really funny is I couldn't smell or taste anything at all. (laughs) So I had no idea. And then my mom's boyfriend, who could smell, he comes out and he's like, what the heck is happening? And I'm like, it's all Marielle's fault. But it cured you. It did cure me. (laughs) Yeah, so anytime I'm under the weather, garlic, hot bone broth with garlic in it. Um, Then a little bit of sunshine, too, Mm -hmm. and a really, really hot shower. Those oh, are yeah. like my cure-alls. Mm-hmm. You also do a lot of grounding where you go walk around, walk around walking around barefoot. Yeah, that's just, that's just, I'm like barefoot right now as I we know. speak. I just always kick my shoes off if yeah. I can. Mm-hmm. So how does podcasting fit into your life? And what are you hoping to accomplish with Skinology Sessions? I'm just hoping, I really want people to hear our realness and hear all of that, but also, you know, take our tips and advice and life advice that we've all gone through, hear our stories and just feel really encouraged and uplifted from it because we've all been through, we've all been through our own shit. And like, especially these last couple of years, it's been rough. It's been really hard. And I feel like people need to hear, like, even though like my story is pretty heavy and it's a lot for those who know me, but I overcame that and I came out of that. And that's what I really hope that people can get from this too, is to know like, Hey, like we've all been through our shit. We've all been there. We know what it's like. There is a way out. There is a way to overcome this. And I feel like we need that positivity and we need to know that there is hope on the other side of it all. And there absolutely is. It's just mindset is a very powerful thing. And so by bringing on encouraging positive guests, by talking about these fun things that we talk about, I think it brings a lot of that back into the world a little bit. I like that. Yeah. I look at it as a way of kind of prospective clients to get to know us too Mm -hmm. and just like see how much we love doing what we do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'd want anybody who listens to this to come get a wax with me and not have to feel insecure or worried about their body or their image or anything when they come in. Like, yeah, Lindsay's going to make it real comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So you were in physical therapy before you got into aesthetics. And I just want to know, how does your PT background help you with business and with taking care of your body? And what are just some things that we should be doing every single day to help take care of our bodies in that regard? I think the stretching is number one. And then ergonomics is a big thing. Um, We need to have comfortable chairs in order to do what we do. You need to be able to stand comfortably for doing your waxing And um, there's a vast knowledge that I have in my brain of human anatomy that helps me during my facials because I know every single muscle in your face and body. I know all of your bones and I can feel when things are tight and uncomfortable and I'm able to kind of soothe that and, and fix that. So I think my PT background helps with this career and I think it happened the way it should have in order to like give me all of that knowledge my head's just like a filing cabinet there's like i can't imagine being in your head first of all but (sighs) second of all stressful you do have an incredible touch and you have taught me so much more than i really learned in beauty school about like just like the muscle structures and just like how to manipulate and how to maneuver it and help 
you know, relieve that tension and help clients feel more comfortable. So you, you've got like the touch of an angel over here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about working at Skinology and running your own business? And what do you dislike about it? My favorite, th- I work with the best women in the entire world. Like I could not be more grateful for that. And like to be just in that environment is, I, I what more can you ask for, you know? And then on top of that, I have the most supportive and amazing clients ever too. So I, my, the people, that's my favorite part about it all. Cool. This like, I don't know. How do I even answer that? Because me being on your ass all the time. You're not even though. No, okay. No, I know how to blow you off when I need to. <laughs> that does. sounds terrible. She does. I'm gonna say when the toilet gets clogged, but at this point, that's not on me anymore. So I'm not worried about it. I mean, it's yeah. We got it fixed, <laughs> and we move on with our life. That's you know, all you can do. No work environment is perfect, sure. and no place of business is perfect. And I don't need perfection. I just need my happy place, and yeah. that's what it is for me right now. That makes me happy because I feel like I've. I've put a lot of time, energy, effort, and money into making that place harmonious. Yeah. And I will protect that peace at all costs. Absolutely. Well, and I just, you know, you you know how to, like, welcome the right people into it, too. And, you know, I feel like we have just, I don't know, we've all been through so much together, but we just, we have, I don't know, we're, we're more like a family, it yeah. feels like. We're not just coworkers, you know, even though we work together we don't always have time to chat or anything but we know like 110 percent at the end of the day we're gonna have each other's back yeah and we're just there for each other regardless and we can talk about real life shit and no one's gonna judge you or anything yeah. and it's just it's, it's a good feeling it is it's incredible so coming back a little bit um can you explain a little bit about gua sha facial massage because I feel like that's a big part of your wellness, too. And we learned a lot when we did that training course. Yeah. So I describe gua sha as a ancient Chinese method of lymphatic drainage using jade stones. So you're lifting, you're sculpting, you are moving lymph to where it needs to circulate. It helps with fine lines and tension in the jaw. It helps with sinus pressure. I was actually thinking for Nadela because she's a little bit stuffy from allergies gua sha would would serve you well i feel like i feel tension in my face yeah we imagine how amazing a facial massage would feel so yeah we need to book you for that um can you explain what the lymphatic system does for our body just like briefly yeah so the lymphatic system detoxes it's what pushes out like waste and um toxins from your body so they move into areas where you can excrete them Okay, yeah. perfect. So when we do gua sha, it helps get that moving when it's clogged up and when it's built up in there, right? Right. Yeah. Cool. And it's like a super relaxing treatment, too, at the same time, because you can just feel like things releasing. What would you recommend to anybody who's considering getting a gua sha or lymphatic facial massage treatment? Um, definitely hydrate before you come in, because we are going to be removing toxins. So hydrate before, hydrate after. And then just overall for coming in for a facial, I would probably tell people don't come in a full face of makeup because that makes it harder. It takes away from our massage time. And also don't over exfoliate your skin. You don't want to do a scrub and then come in because then your your skin's going to be red and irritated. And then uh, another tip for just facials in general is finding an esthetician that you vibe with because... Your esthetician becomes your bestie. That's like somebody in your ether that's going to be there for you. So it needs to be somebody that you're comfortable with. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So tell me just briefly, what does wellness as a whole mean to you? I think wellness is very personal. I think it's different to everybody. I think it's a really individual question. Um, To me, wellness just means reading and stretching and making time for myself. And to other people, wellness might mean exercise or, I don't know, something different. But for me, it's just, it's a really personal thing. And I think that's something that people describe it differently. What Mm -hmm. would you say your wellness means? Yeah. I mean, it's very personal to me too. It's also me like taking time to develop my relationship with God. Um, You know, finding that time to pray and read my Bible and then um, taking care of my body too, listening to it. Like if it needs to rest, if it needs to move, that type of thing. Yeah. It's a super individual question. So that's, Mm -hmm. I encourage everybody to think about exactly what wellness means to you. And then that's a good place to start with wellness. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Skinology Sessions, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. If anybody is interested in ad space in the Skinology Sessions podcast, please let us know. We have a great intro price right now, and this is the first podcast of its kind. It's all female-dominated, produced with four rotating hosts. So let us know.